Thank you for tuning in to the Reimagining Retirement Podcast with your host, Christine Jensen of the Arvada branch of Fairway Independent Mortgage. Christine is a certified reverse mortgage planner, and we are here to change the way retirement is done and to take some of the mystery out of reverse mortgages while we do just that. Connect with us on Facebook at Reimagining Retirement or on Instagram at Christine Reverse. All right, here we go. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Reimagining Retirement, the podcast. You know, it's time to face the misconceptions about reverse mortgages and expand our options for clients as they approach their retirement years. We're going to learn how we can help clients and our loved ones increase their wealth by incorporating all of their assets at their disposal including leveraging home equity by using a reverse mortgage as a financial planning tool. And again, thank you so much, everyone, for being back with us here on Reimagining Retirement. I am so thrilled to have a guest with us today. Bobby Jo Kinsey is with us today. She is the owner and founder of Trusted Transitions of Colorado. She's got quite a background and loved hearing her story. So I've been so excited to share this story with all all of you. As we think about seniors and the place where they live during their retirement years, this sense of place, Bobby Joe, has really been, I think, one of those cornerstone pieces for you. And we're going to talk about that in greater detail. But let me start by just saying welcome, Bobby Joe. So glad to have you with us today. Thank you. I'm very honored to be here. Oh, that's kind of you to say. So really, this sense of place, like where seniors live, where we think about living during our retirement years, it's a little more than just four walls. Would you agree? Absolutely. Um, Tell me about that. Well, the it's more than four walls. There's 40, 50, 60 years of memories in those four walls. And so many people are afraid to talk about moving into the home, but we have a way of capturing those memories and just helping them into a smaller space so they don't have as much work in the large house and helping them figure out what to do with all those memories. So tell us professionally, if you had to put in kind of like a two minute nutshell, what is it the work that you do? When you get a call from a potential client, they are hiring you to do what? We're our passion. They're hiring us to move them and help go through 50, 60 years of memories and move from that larger home into a one or two bedroom, whether it be senior living, independent, assisted living, and making that smaller space feel just like their larger space that they lived in for the past decades. I believe in painting walls if need be for color, for the feeling and making sure all those pictures are hung up for memories and family. And Mm. I just want them to be comfortable in their retirement years, but not have to worry about the snow shoveling and the yard work. This way they can go and enjoy their retirement years. Mm -hmm. So most frequently, it sounds like you get an opportunity to join a a senior in their family in that part of their life when they take a look around at the space that they're currently living in. And for some reason, that space will no longer work for them. So they determine maybe they have to downsize. And so as you were just describing, I've been living in this great big space for so many years. How do I transition? my life from existing in this great big space 
to going into a smaller space. Does that sound like a good description? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Well, and we can also, when you're talking about reverse mortgages, for those that can stay in their home and age safely in their home, we can go in and assess the home for safety, make sure they've got grab bars where they need them, make sure the furniture path is safe. If they're having to use a cane or a walker through the house or a wheelchair, make sure that they have clear paths and ramps if necessary or handles on the ramps. I know I got into this business with working with family. I have a 94-year-old aunt who still lives by herself in her home in Boulder and she had back steps, but there were no handrails. So we installed handrails so she could still go Uh out and enjoy her backyard. So there are different ways. It's not necessarily just moving into senior living, but there's ways for them to stay in their homes and live as long as it's safe for them to do so. And on the downsizing portion, eventually that will happen whether they're staying in their homes or moving into senior living. Okay. So I think I'm hearing like two tracks that you could potentially take someone on. Either the first one we mentioned, which is golly, I'm currently living in this great big space and I've been here for a long time and all of my things are here and all of my memories are here. But for one reason or another, the existing space is no longer going to work. And maybe we need to downsize or maybe we need to move to another area. Certainly, we can talk about using uh, reverse mortgages to help them get into the new structure itself. But once they determine the structure, then you can help them design the space that they're going to live in. But that can be either moving to a new space or maybe capitalizing on the space that they're already in and just making that existing space work more efficiently. Does that sound like the two tracks then? Yes, correct. And with um, a nationally certified interior designer, so we can help when they're moving into a smaller space, just help them determine which pieces are going to go with them that will fit into their new space, do a floor plan for them so that they can visualize where everything's going to go. It also helps the movers and ease of placement. And then I've even... If, you know, the furniture is too big for the space, I've taken people out shopping to, you know, to get some smaller pieces. Because I know in a lot of people's homes, they have these huge sectionals, for example, that just won't work in the smaller spaces. So there's lots of different ways we can help them downsize and be comfortable in that smaller senior living space. Okay, wonderful. So what I'm hearing is, and it's kind of funny, I think, when some of us hear the term interior designer, you know, one of the first images that comes to mind for those of us that are are not really trained in, in the type of work that you do is the image that comes to mind is, oh, pretty pillows here and pretty decor over there and, you know, figuring out what color to paint things. But when I hear you describe it, there's a lot more intention that goes into it, making the space not just pretty, and but functional and, and working together to really achieve the lifestyle that the the senior is looking for. Am I, am I picking up on that correctly? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're, I mean, just, you know, even if you're talking about pretty and functional, you're looking at, you know, are the, the seats, the right height, 
you know, mm. even are the toilets the right height? Because, you know, they have toilets that are considered comfort height, which is mm-hmm. easier. They're a couple inches taller than a standard height for a toilet, which makes a difference as you age and your legs are getting weaker and mm-hmm. whether you can still function and get up and down on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we, I had mentioned earlier, putting grab bars in the showers and around the bathrooms, those take a little more than just screwing them into the wall. They have to be backed properly. So there's a lot of construction knowledge that goes into making those places safe as well as just pretty. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. And that's pretty critical to have somebody kind of help you evaluate. I imagine that when a senior who's kind of um, even potentially overwhelmed with the thought of, should I move or should I stay in my current space? It might be tough to think of some of those things. So you can come in and really help people kind of think through all of those design issues. Yeah, correct. I mean, as you mentioned, it is extremely overwhelming. I just worked with a family who had lived in a house for 67 years and we did get them into assisted living and they went kind of kicking and screaming, but they're very happy that they did. Once they saw the, the bonus points for them being there, They were happy with it and were then ready to let go of the house of 67 years where they raised their family. But it's very difficult for them to, Mm -hmm. the generation of the folks that are in their 80s and 90s now were told their greatest accomplishment in life was to pay off their house. Mm -hmm. Now we're asking them to get rid of their biggest accomplishment in life. And it's very difficult and very overwhelming thinking of all those memories and all the stuff that they've collected and that means something to them and then move into this smaller space. But a lot of times that smaller space can also help them thrive because they need just that little bit of help. For example, just remembering to take their medications, you know, just little things like that. And Also, not everybody lives near their parents anymore, so they can't run down the street to help them. Mm -hmm. So there's definite bonuses to moving into senior living. And that's what we're here to look at everything critically for you and not so much emotionally and help weed through everything. And, you know, what's junk? You know, let's, you know, get rid of the junk. What's uh, you know, my first and foremost, after we decide what's junk, let's call the family in and make sure the family is able to take their memorabilia and the things that they want before we start going through and selling and moving. And because the family is the most important part so that they all are able to keep those memories as well. So let's pick out the story of one of the clients that you've worked with recently, or maybe one that you have in progress right now, kind of set the stage for us. What was their story? And how were you able to come in and help that individual or that family? I am currently working with a woman who does not, she was never married. She was a high school teacher. She taught history. Wow. (laughs) She traveled around the world and was very passionate about working with these high school kids. Unfortunate for her, she has uh, macular degeneration. So she's legally blind. Mm -hmm. And I went in to help her because she's needing to move into senior living at this point, just independent, but she needs to, because of the macular degeneration and her limited sight, she needs a routine. And she knows that her eyes were getting worse and needed to get into a smaller place that she could start familiarizing herself with instead of her big home. And I helped her literally with everything. She actually hurt her leg while 
while I was there and we needed to call in dispatch help to come patch up her leg. And she couldn't even read the numbers on her Medicare card. So I had to, as we were going through everything in the house, I was reading everything for her and, you know, telling her, because she'd say, what's this? What's this? So we literally went through everything and read things and made sure that, you know, she kept the things she wanted to keep. She had old taxes from back in the 1990s. Oh my goodness. Those all got shredded. Okay, good. Yeah. Again, as I said, you know, we did the floor plan. I always ask the place where they're moving for the floor plan so I can see what's going to work, what's not going to work. And in her case, we needed to set up, you know, clear paths so that she could get around and, you know, learn her new patterns of walking because her sight is limited. She's just adorable and has a lot of energy. She was so fun to work with and so appreciative because she said, I literally could not have done this without you because she can't read those things and see Mm -hmm. what's going on and even see a lot of her memories. You know, a lot of those memories are in her head. She's able to see like big pictures, but um, she can't read anymore. So to to be able to help her with that and get her home set up. And then we did an online sale for her to sell some of her furniture that wasn't going to work in her new place. And just, you know, assist her every step of the way, you know, Get, we cleaned out the basement, got the junk. We sold some of the antiques that were down there because she had a lot of really nice pieces that weren't going to fit in her new space. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we literally were doing everything for her and assisting her so that she could get into a more comfortable place and be able to still function on her own. Mm-hmm. And she's a city girl, so she still likes to walk around the city. She's just enjoying life. She's only been there a week and she says, I feel like I've been here forever, which is oh. our goal is to make that place feel just as comfortable as the home she's moving from. And that just is so rewarding for me to uh-huh. know that my client is safe and happy. Indeed. Isn't that the, really the, the most rewarding piece of um, doing the work that we do working with seniors Absolutely. is knowing that you brought them comfort and peace and, and joy and that they were really able to settle in because moving can be a kind of a scary time for a senior. Do you find that sometimes? It's a scary time, I think, for anybody, but in particular seniors, because it's one of the top stressors in our lives, making a move, making that change. And for somebody who's been in that space for, you know, 20 to 60 years, it's very stressful. And, you know, I just like to do some handholding and let them know that it's going to be okay. And most times they thrive and they're very happy with the socialization, especially going through the times that we've just been through with COVID and a lot. A lot of them have been locked in their house for two years and not seen a lot of people and been able to go out and do things. So getting them into these communities where they can go to happy hour and they can go to the mm-hmm. fitness center and to the book club and those things and be with people and socialize and have that routine and that nice lifestyle mm-hmm. where they're socializing with people again is really wonderful to see them smile again and thrive. Yay. Yay. Good for you. You know, you were mentioning your aunt um, and you can talk about your aunt's situation a little bit if you like, or another client that you've worked with, but sometimes a senior really can stay in their current space, but maybe their current space needs a little modification in order to kind of get them across the finish line, right? 
Absolutely. Tell us the story of a client that you worked with recently where they asked you to come in and help them figure out how to remain in the home that they're currently in. Yeah, they, this person lived in a tri-level house. Okay. Um, Elderly woman. In her case, she was fortunate that she had long-term care insurance. So Mm -hmm. because of the tri-level house, you know, the master bedroom is upstairs and then three flights of stairs down is where the laundry machine is. And she's walking with a cane. So very unsafe for her to be carrying laundry down three flights of stairs. Mm -hmm. Um, So in her case, we were able to bring in caregivers with her long-term care insurance because um, long-term care insurance is not just for living in assisted living and memory care. It also works for people that are aging in place in their homes. Mm -hmm. And so this person, we were able to bring in a caregiver three days a week to help her with those up and down the stairs, laundry. She wasn't driving anymore, getting her to the grocery store, helping her prep her meals and those types of things, which were difficult for her because of the up and down stairs, like her freezers in the basement. So, you know, having somebody to be able to go down and get the things out of the freezer for her so that she wasn't going to have to go up and down the stairs. And she's been in her home for 50 years and doesn't want to leave. And, you know, that's, that's okay. As long as it's safe, we made sure that there were, I keep harping on the grab bars, but the grab bars in the bathrooms are critical to them falling because just one fall can put them into a nursing home, breaking a bone. And because they're older and the bones are more brittle, one fall can a lot of times lead to being in a nursing home and not being able to come back because they're not able to heal as quickly or as well. And and many times it can lead to death just because they're not strong enough to get through that. So it's critical to those that are aging in place, making sure that they have those safety things in place. And the grab bars in the bathrooms are so critical because a lot of falls happen in the bathrooms. Yeah. You mentioned that this particular client that you worked with was fortunate that she had long-term care insurance. And we talked about long-term care insurance here on the Reimagining Retirement podcast before. But another supplement that is so often overlooked is tapping into the reverse mortgage mortgage. as the opportunity to pay for some of those additional services that'll help a senior age in place. So talk to me about the evaluation process that you go through with a client. So, you know, a a client calls you up, maybe uh, they were a referral from an estate planning attorney, or maybe a referral from another agency that said, hey, we've got this senior and they're trying to figure out, is there a way to modify their current home because they really like to stay in their current home or do they need to move to a different space, whether it's an assisted living facility or maybe a lower maintenance condo home that they own, that kind of a situation. So talk to us about the evaluation process. So you go in to do your initial consultation and and take it from there. I like to talk to them first about who they are and what's important to them and what's important to them to be able to stay in their home and why. Okay. Say, for example, a client likes to paint and they have a craft room, maybe a story down, you know, it's a a split level Mm -hmm. house or a, a basement. There's also ways to, you know, so looking at those things that are important to them, in this case, the person likes to paint and the craft room is in the basement and the stairs are tough for them. Well, let's put in one of those, you know, stand things that go up and down the stairs or sit. They 
you know, you can put those railings in. I forget what they're called right off the top of my head. <laughs> but they have them sitting or standing that, you know, go up and down, kind of like an elevator, uh-huh. escalator down the stairs. So they're not physically having to do the stairs. And evaluating the bathrooms, evaluating the kitchen. Do they have the proper seat heights? Do they have a bar stools or, or counter stools or in between a regular seat and a bar stool, which if they're sitting on something like that, may be easier for them to get up and down sitting, making sure they have arms on them because, you know, looking at things like that. But for me, the most important thing is, do they need ramps? Are they going from Mm -hmm. a cane to using a walker that has wheels on it? So maybe they need some ramps to go from one place in the house to another place in the house and cut. Because some of them have like a step up or two steps up and not necessarily a full flight of stairs. But do we need to put a ramp in there so the wheelchair can go up or so the walker can go up instead of having to lift them up the stairs so that they can get from one area of the house to the other area of the house safely? So just listening to them about what's most important and why they want to stay there. I mean, usually the why is, you know, that's their house, their memories, but sometimes it even goes further than that. Being able to make them comfortable and safe and enjoy their retirement years. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It sounds like a pretty detailed process that you have that you kind of walk them through. and, And I'll bet a lot of folks are glad that maybe you brought up things that they didn't even think of. Well, let's even look at the fact that if you're staying in your home is your smoke detector oh, up to date? Uh-huh. Do they have a pendant on? So if they fall and they're independent and living, my aunt, for example, has the pendant. Well, she doesn't do the pendant. She does. They can do it around the wrist as well. Instead of some okay. people don't like wearing it around their neck. And she, if she pushes the button and she falls, it goes into her home safety system. And somebody mm-hmm. from the alarm company then comes on and asks, "Is she okay?" So there mm-hmm. are ways to keep them safe. And if they do fall, to get help immediately if they're wearing, you know, a little wristwatch or a pendant like that so that their loved ones can know and feel that they're safe and Mm -hmm. able to get help immediately should they fall. Because that's critical, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times in when you do fall and getting the help immediately instead of, I hear these stories of people that have laid there for hours and, you know, until somebody found them. And so that that's another key to safety is making sure that they can get the help they need it when they need it. So Mm Getting them hooked up with one of those pendant systems is really critical to their safety as well. Well, you think of everything, Bobby Joe. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I just I have a passion with working with seniors. I love listening to their stories and you know, listening to their families and their travels. And when I'm going through things with people, one client I had, her husband had been gone for about 10 years and her daughters weren't around. And we were going through things and she would say, Oh, let me tell you a funny story about that. And it was so much fun to see her light up and just talk about all those travels and the memories of her husband and her family members. And it's so rewarding for me. And it just makes makes my heart happy to see them happy. You may be already answering a part of this next question that I have for you, but you were talking about asking your clients to tell you their why. Why is their space important? What's their story and that kind of thing? Where does all this come from for you, Bobby Joe? What is it that 
called you to this work that you're doing? I started doing this work unbeknownst when I was doing it. My mother and stepfather had retired. They worked here in Colorado their whole lives and then decided to retire. They wanted to buy a ranch. So they bought 18 acres of land up in Wyoming and they lived there for 20 years and enjoyed it up there until my stepfather was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And Mm. He, in the beginning, it was fine. You know, they had him on some medications and mom was able to help him, but they lived so far out of town. He was getting to a point. I had to start researching medical care, you know, to assist Mm -hmm. my mom because she had also had three back surgeries. So if he fell, Mm -hmm. she was not able to pick him up. And it was a half hour ambulance ride from, you know, just to get the ambulance out to their ranch. And so I I had finally said to my mom, you know, the stress that you're experiencing trying to take care of him and the house and the ranch and the animals is going to possibly kill you before him because you're doing so much. And a lot of times the spouse is the caregiver and it's very stressful for them Mm -hmm. trying to take everything on. So then we started researching places to live uh, to get her help because I did everything I could to try to get help out there to them to keep them there. But it got to the point where... As we've talked about, it wasn't safe. And so Mm -hmm. I moved them into independent living and they wanted to stay in Wyoming. And so I kept them in, uh, they were living in a place in Cheyenne and they were there about a year. And then I had to move them again because he had, his disease had moved faster than anticipated. Mm. He skipped assisted living and we had to get him into memory care. And then I talked to my mom and I said, I would really feel more comfortable if you moved closer because I, you know, driving back to Wyoming all the time was um, stressful on me also. I said, I can help you much more if you're closer. So I moved them. They're just three miles down the road from where I live. And he was living in memory care and mom was in assisted living. She really didn't need assisted at that time, but we put her there so that she could be close to him because it was too tight a quarters in the memory care for them to both live together. And then he did end up passing away in December, 2020, but mom is still in the assisted living because she had made friends. Okay. Comfortable there because a lot of people were sure she was going to move if he passed away. And she's like, no, I like it here. I I made all these friends. And so she's still there. Uh Now she does need the assisted living. She needs help Uh with her medications and she's had a few falls herself recently. So she's in a place where she's comfortable, but she She was enjoying being there because she had made friends in her community. So just learning, that's how I got involved with it. And then my mom was actually the one that says, you really need to do this for a living. And I was like, yeah, I enjoyed it. And so I started working with some friends and I just really enjoyed helping them. And as I said, listening to their stories. And I learned so much going through the processes of how Uh it needed to be done. They too had long-term care insurance, which covered their care and memory care, but we could have done the reverse mortgage for them to stay up there had it been safe, but they were so far out into the country yeah. that it just wasn't feasible for the medical care that he was needing. Exactly. So putting, putting the needs of the senior first um, really is, is the cornerstone of the work that we both do. Yes, um, you know, what kind of medical care they need, but it also has to be not only such a relief for you to have your mom so close by, but I'll bet it's a relief for your mom 
knowing that if she needed to give you a call, you would be just a, a short little trip away to go yes. get to her. Yeah. And with people like yourself that can help with the insurance or the reverse mortgages. And then there's yeah. also people out there, they're called senior placement agents, uh-huh. and they can help people once they've made the decision to move, they can set up tours and there is no charge for mm-hmm. people for their services. There are a lot of services that are available to seniors that people aren't aware of. So exactly. You know, and it, with- it's kind of It's kind of great that you mentioned that because that's actually the next guest that we're going to have on the podcast here. So uh, for our listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be talking more about placement services in our next recording. So Bobby Joe, as our time together today starts to wind down, I'd like to ask you a few questions so that our listeners can get to know you a little bit more on the personal side. Hear the Bobby Joe Kinsey story. (laughs) So tell us if you have had an opportunity to have coffee, sit down and have a conversation with anybody at all, living or dead, who would that be and why? It, for me, it would probably Oprah Winfrey. Um, Oprah Winfrey. Okay. Tell us about has, that. She's just experienced so many things and has helped so many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she herself, you know, came from not a lot of money and has yeah. incredible amounts of wealth today. And not that the wealth is the be all end all, but <laughs> She's able to help people with that and just all the experiences she's had. I mean, she's been an actor. She's had a magazine. She's had a talk show. She's, you know, she's helped people in a lot of different ways. And I just love to be able to sit and talk to her and pick her brain about how she chose the the paths that she chose, Uh why and how she got there. That would um, be a fascinating conversation. Definitely. One of my passions besides helping see is helping veterans and oh. um, and helping them get to safe places because a lot of them, the ones mm-hmm. that I've been helping have been aging into senior places with dementia or Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And most of the ones that I've helped have no family and mm. needed help. And to the point where I've even, I will find furniture for them on Facebook marketplace or oh. a client that says, do you know someone who needs this? Because they, one guy that I just assisted his uh, recliner, the arm was on the floor. It was split in half. Oh. still using it. And oh. I found one on uh, Facebook marketplace and the, the woman had just passed away and she was so happy to know. And her mom would be happy to know that someone else was getting to use it. Oh. And You know, just for me, I love to help people and to know, and that's why I say, I would love to pick Oprah's brain and how yeah. she got to the places because I would love to be able to help more. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just to know how she got to those places and the paths she took to get there. Yeah, truly a fascinating conversation. Okay. Tell us the title of a book on your nightstand or something that's queued up in your audiobooks, something that you're listening to right now or getting ready to listen to or read. Tell us about a good book. Good book. Let me see. I'm trying to remember that I just bought a new book and it's about the Royal family. Oh, Um, love stories about the Royal family. Yes. So that one I'm taking on vacation with me. I leave on Saturday. All right. I just have a wonderful time. Thank you. And so I'm looking forward to reading that one. It's, I want to say it's the political papers, but it's not political. It's the, yeah, it's, can't remember the name of it, but it's about the royal family and the whole, how the, I think the rift between Harry and Meghan and 
everything that happened, you know, since Diane is passing away and just, so I'm looking forward to reading that. Wonderful. Well, enjoy that. Thank you. All right. And our final question for you today, Bobby Joe, tell us which founding American you have a crush on. I would say that one would have to be Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about your interest in Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin just has done so much. I mean, besides mm-hmm. being a founding father, he's been an entrepreneur. And yes. Invented things. And he's just seems to have been a, just a really happy, jolly person that just did so many things. Yeah. As well as help found our country. And he did I have did. his finger in everything, didn't he? He did. And yeah. I, just, I kind of, you know, feel like, you know, I, I do a lot of, wear a lot of different hats. And so it's uh-huh. when people like Oprah and Benjamin Franklin and, you know, they do things like that. I just like to learn and read about why and how they got there. So mm-hmm. that's why I would say I have a crush on Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, um, you know, so often on the Reimagining Retirement podcast, our listeners know we're, we're frequently having financial conversations about life insurance and financing and and how do we take care of the monetary and financial needs of seniors. So today has been such a wonderful conversation to go into another really important component of a comfortable retirement, and that's space planning and the area where people live. Bobby Joe, if clients want to reach out to you and learn more about the work that you do and explore the opportunity of hiring you to help with themselves or somebody that they love, how would they reach you? The best way would be my cell phone or they can go to my website. My cell phone is area code 702. That is a Las Vegas area code. It's okay. It's 702-277-6807. My website is www.trustedtransitionsofco.com. And then you can, there's some ideas of what we can do and how we can help you. And then if you're interested in contacting me through the website, there's a little info where you just fill out what you're interested in and then I'll return your call and then we can have a conversation. And we do always give an initial free consultation so that we can talk with you and see if it's a good fit on both sides. Fantastic. Well, that's all we have time for today. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in to the Reimagining Retirement Podcast. And I want to thank our special guest today, Bobby Joe Kinsey of Trusted Transitions of Colorado. It's been such a delight to have you with us today. We are looking forward to bringing you our next episode very soon. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you. Thanks everyone for tuning in and we